0: Safety First, Managing Hidden Allergens in the Perioperative Setting by Rebecca Van Arsdale and Elizabeth A. Valentine Perioperative personnel may encounter patients with allergies or hypersensitivity reactions during routine care. In some instances, patients self-report allergies based on symptoms that they have experienced. In others, the allergy information is documented in the patient's health record. The incidence of perioperative patient hypersensitivity to anesthetics ranges from 1 in 353 to 1 in 10,000. The differences in the reported incidences of hypersensitivity are profound. These differences are multifactorial and associated with medication availability, physician preferences, genetic and environmental factors, and comprehensiveness of follow-up allergy evaluation. The signs and symptoms of a perioperative hypersensitivity can create a challenge for clinicians to determine an accurate diagnosis. See sidebar 1. In addition, the variety and large number of medications and products, for example, latex, skin antiseptics, dyes, used during the perioperative period can complicate the identification of the causative agent for the reaction. Although perioperative life-threatening allergic reactions are rare, nurses should maintain a high index of suspicion regarding all potential exposures. The term anaphylaxis refers to the overall clinical presentation of the most severe form of immediate hypersensitivity reaction from a variety of mechanisms of action. For example, immunologic response, idiopathic. Although some of the current clinical guidance indicates that the severity of anaphylactic reactions varies and provides a grading scale, additional guidelines do not specify a scale, indicate a lack of consensus on the scale, or state that anaphylaxis occurs on a continuum without specific levels. Generally, less severe reactions are not life-threatening. Data on the estimated mortality associated with perioperative anaphylaxis in the United States are lacking. Available reports from Australia and the United Kingdom show estimates for mortality from perioperative anaphylaxis ranging from 0% 95% confidence interval equals 0 to 1.4% to 3.75%. Clinicians should assess any listed patient allergy for accuracy, possible cross-reactivity, and procedural implications. Causes of perioperative allergic reactions In 2016, results of a study involving 25 patients showed that hypersensitivity reactions were most frequently associated with cefazolin, which is recommended in clinical practice guidelines for surgical antimicrobial prophylaxis. Additional agents that commonly cause allergic reactions in the perioperative setting include neuromuscular blocking agents, dyes, particularly blue dyes, such as those used for sentinel lymph node mapping, and chlorhexidine gluconate. Historically, latex hypersensitivity has been a common cause of perioperative allergic reactions. Prevalence is currently declining, however, likely because of the overall decrease in use and increase in the number of more refined products available. When administering a medication or applying a compound that is known to cause a hypersensitivity reaction, for example, antibiotic, iodine-containing skin antiseptic, the clinician may be more vigilant than when the medication or compound simply contains a potential allergen as an inactive ingredient, for example, gelatin. The Food and Drug Administration defines an inactive ingredient, or excipient, as, quote, any component of a drug product other than the active ingredient, end quote. Excipients are necessary components to support the stability, bioavailability, and pharmacokinetics of the active ingredient in the pharmaceutical formulation, but may not be identified in the medication's composition information. Without appropriate testing, clinicians may assume that the allergen is the active ingredient or apparent compound, when in fact it is the excipient. These hidden allergens can have future implications should the patient face subsequent exposure to other agents containing the same excipient. Common culprit excipients include gelatin, carboxymethylcellulose, polyethylene, glycols, polysorbates, and galactose-alpha-1-3-galactose, that is, alpha-gal. Gelatin is a protein derived from mammalian, typically porcine or bovine, collagen, that can cause anaphylaxis. It is found in pharmaceutical products, such as vaccine stabilizers, medication capsules, and plasma expanders, as well as food and cosmetics. In addition to serving as an excipient in pharmaceutical preparations, Gelatin is an under-recognized active ingredient in several topical hemostatic products, and its use has been indicated as a trigger for intraoperative anaphylaxis. There are several reasons why recognizing an anaphylactic reaction resulting from topically applied agents, as opposed to other routinely administered medications, presents a logistical challenge for clinicians. When applying topical agents, clinicians may... 1. Be less vigilant about assessing the patient for an allergic reaction after application. 2. Not follow consistent documentation practices for topically applied products. Or 3. Not have an existing standardized process for documentation of these products. In addition, the electronic health record, EHR, may not include clinical decision support, for example, flagging potential medications that may cross-react to known allergens for topical agents. Alpha-gal syndrome, AGS, is a relatively recently described condition involving a delayed onset of euticaria, angioedema, or anaphylaxis after eating beef, pork, or lamb. The mechanism by which AGS occurs is an allergic sensitization after a tick bite, because proteins glycosylated with alpha-gal are found in tick saliva. For more than 20 years, reactions associated with alpha-gal have been recognized as a barrier for xenotransplantation, for example, porcine cell or organ transplants. Rejection occurs because of human-produced antibodies against the alpha-gal oligosaccharide. Quote, which is abundantly expressed on glycoproteins and glycolipids in mammalian cells, except in humans, apes, and old-world monkeys. End quote. The presence of alpha-gal on the surface of standard bioprosthetic aortic valves has been associated with premature bioprosthetic aortic valve degeneration and immediate hypersensitivity reactions. Although some researchers suggest that collagen may be an alpha-gal-carrying protein, The concept of gelatin as a trigger of AGS is controversial, and cross-reactivity may be variable. Patients with AGS may exhibit symptoms of cross-reactivity to gelatin-containing hemostatic agents or IV administration of a gelatin-based colloid. Preparations of certain medications containing alpha-gal epitopes, that is, a part of an antigen molecule, such as stearic acid or magnesium stearate, also may provoke an allergic reaction. Commonly administered perioperative medications that may cross-react include acetaminophen, oxycodone, and oxycontin. Food allergies also may pose an additional hidden risk during the perioperative period. Perioperative nursing team members may administer medications, for example, heparin, low-molecular-weight heparin, that can result in life-threatening allergic reactions patients with a pork allergy. As opposed to a cross-reactivity to an epitope, these reactions occur because heparin is derived from porcine intestinal tissue. Latex fruit syndrome is a well-described cross-reactivity between natural rubber latex and certain foods, including banana, avocado, chestnut, and kiwi. Results of two studies on food, including fruit, Allergy Associations showed that food allergy confirmation preceded latex allergy confirmation in 19.4 to 37.9% of the participants with both food and latex allergies. Latex fruit syndrome is believed to be associated with pan allergens, families of related proteins occurring in nature, that combined immunoglobulin E mediated antibodies. Latex allergies appear to be similar to reactions with plant defense related class 1 chitinase proteins. Perioperative nurses should thoroughly assess patients for food allergies. Overlooking this part of the patient assessment process can lead to an anaphylactic reaction. Thus, it is not prudent to dismiss food allergies as irrelevant to perioperative care. Strategies to consider the only fail-safe way to avoid an allergic or anaphylactic reaction in the perioperative area is to avoid a triggering agent. Although this appears to be an obvious solution, the dynamic environment of the OR allows numerous opportunities for an allergy to be overlooked or unknown. When obtaining the patient's medication history, perioperative nurses should use a standardized process that includes a detailed history of any allergies and associated reactions including the severity, and whether the allergy has been formally evaluated and confirmed. Clinicians should seek clarification when there is uncertainty associated with previous hypersensitivity reactions. They should then correlate the information with a possibility of exposure to a hidden allergen through routine use of perioperative medications and supplies. Although perioperative nurses can use the EHR to identify patient allergies— Electronic documentation systems may be inconsistent. The EHR may not have a standardized process for documenting allergies, and information presented in a free text format may be difficult to search. Results of a seven-year retrospective study of more than 500,000 patient records showed that approximately one-third of the records contained unavailable or unknown information associated with an allergy. Incomplete or inaccurate documentation of allergies and reactions may lead to re-exposure to an allergen. Conversely, the allergy section of the EHR can be populated with exposures that are not truly allergic or hypersensitivity reactions, but rather are intolerances. For example, cough with use of angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors. Preferences, for example patient choice to avoid a particular narcotic, and relatively contraindicated medications. For example, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs contraindicated for patients with chronic kidney disease. The previously mentioned retrospective study results showed that approximately 30% of the documented allergies were side effects. Ensuring complete documentation of the patient's response to the indicated allergen and whether the allergy is suspected or confirmed, can help future teams make appropriate clinical judgments. Technological solutions may help to prevent inadvertent patient exposure to known allergens, and EHRs can include some level of clinical decision support for common cross-reactivities associated with medication allergies. Integrated clinical information system technology, such as barcode scanning before medication administration, has been shown to increase allergen detection. Clinicians can use database resources to evaluate active and inactive ingredients in vaccines and prescription and over-the-counter medications, as well as search for specific excipients that are known allergens. Use of such databases should help perioperative clinicians determine the potential for the patient to exhibit an allergic or hypersensitivity reaction before they administer medications. Ultimately, collaborative interdisciplinary communication and engagement in a safety culture is critical to identify and avoid inadvertent exposures. Allergies should be discussed during perioperative safety checks, for example, preoperative briefing, timeout, and patient handovers. The World Health Organization includes known patient allergies on the surgical safety checklist. However, team participation and engagement can affect the success of checklists as safety aids. A robust discussion of listed allergies, hypersensitivity reactions, medications to be administered, topical items to be used, and items to be implanted may help perioperative nurses identify potential triggers and capitalize on the collective wisdom of the team. All team members should be encouraged to speak up about safety concerns, and they should consult with clinical experts including allergy and immunology specialists and perioperative pharmacy specialists, when concerns arise preoperatively or intraoperatively. Organization leaders should provide and support incorporation of team-building concepts, for example, communication, human factors, into educational efforts for medication safety. High-fidelity simulations can be effective in preparing and increasing the confidence of personnel to manage patients experiencing an anaphylactic reaction. To prepare for adverse medication events, including anaphylaxis, perioperative nurses likely would benefit from simulation education that addresses clinical management, non-technical communication, and teamwork skills. Takeaways for perioperative nurses Collaboration and communication among perioperative staff members especially during the intraoperative period, can help minimize the risk of inadvertent patient exposure to a triggering agent and manage the sequelae if an allergic, hypersensitivity, or anaphylactic reaction occurs. Promoting a shared mental model of the medications or agents that will be used during a procedure can help ensure that teams back each other up and alert each other to allergies that another team member may have missed. Perioperative nurses should list the patient's allergies in a location in the OR where all team members can see them. Any perioperative team member who has a question or concern regarding the listed allergies and possible cross-reactivity should speak up and discuss it with the entire team. If necessary, the team should escalate the question or concern to experts with pharmacy or allergy and immunology knowledge when they are unable to resolve it. Active curiosity when obtaining the specific details of a previous allergic or hypersensitivity reaction is critical to inform future decision-making. The allergy section of the patient record may be used in different ways, for example, confirmed allergies, any side effects that the patient experienced, and some patients with listed allergies may not have been formally evaluated. Obtaining the history of the previous reaction is therefore critical To help the team determine the likelihood of true allergy, as well as the risks and benefits of subsequent exposure, according to the clinical scenario. Perioperative team member knowledge and use of resources to confirm active ingredients and excipients may help to prevent unintended exposures. These staff members have a unique opportunity as key stakeholders in allergic reaction prevention because they possess a comprehensive knowledge of the products and implants that may be used during procedures and lead to an allergic or anaphylactic reaction. The clinical decision support tools in the EHR may only focus on specific medications administered and documented by the anesthesia professional. Perioperative nurses can use their expertise to identify allergens that may not be included in those tools. Further, The anesthesia professional may not be aware of which products the surgeon is using, and the scrubbed surgical team members may not be actively aware of any patient allergies. Perioperative nurses play a critical role in protecting patient safety by alerting the team to possible allergens. Takeaways for perioperative nurse leaders and educators. Perioperative nurse leaders and educators are responsible for supporting staff members, in their efforts to provide safe and reliable intraoperative patient care. Providing technological solutions that promote safe administration of medications, for example, barcode scanning, is one way that leaders can support clinical staff members. Ensuring appropriate clinical decision support tools are available and teaching personnel how to use them also is crucial. Assuming there is a high likelihood of cross-reactivity and that a reasonable alternative agent is available, alerts for relevant possible allergy or cross-reactivity can signal staff members to consider administering a different agent. Leaders should aim for a balance between providing clinically relevant warnings and addressing concerns for alert fatigue. When developing clinical support tools, leaders and educators should include frontline staff members to help identify an appropriate balance. Ideally, the availability of clinical support tools for medications and other items added to the sterile field, for example, implants, hemostatic agents, should help intraoperative team members avoid inadvertently administering a possible allergen. The perioperative leadership team should collaborate with experts who have pharmacy or allergy and immunology knowledge to define clear pathways for preoperative management of patients with a history of multiple or severe allergic and hypersensitivity reactions and postoperative management of suspected anaphylactic reactions. Ensuring thoughtful and thorough evaluation before and after procedures, including confirming whether a true allergy exists and the subsequent agents to avoid, can assist clinical teams in making sound clinical decisions in the perioperative setting and decrease the likelihood of unintended administration of a contraindicated agent. The perioperative nurse leaders and educators should foster a culture of safety so that all perioperative team members are empowered to speak up about safety concerns. Promoting active engagement in safety practices, for example, preoperative huddles, timeouts, flattening the traditional hierarchy, and promoting an environment in which all team members can voice concerns are key drivers of perioperative safety culture. An expectation that all team members actively participate in and support the safety culture can help leverage the collective wisdom of the team to provide safe care. Celebrating wins and recognizing near-misses or no-harm safety events can help reinforce the leader's dedication to the safety culture while simultaneously highlighting why such activities are crucial. Educators should provide professional development sessions, such as routine simulations on management of perioperative anaphylaxis. The simulation format allows for discussion on the importance of medication safety and can help to ensure all team members are familiar with the clinical management of anaphylaxis. Because anaphylactic events are relatively rare and clinical presentation can be quite variable, Providing simulation experiences should help personnel maintain competency in effective crisis response and focus on non-technical skills, such as crisis resource management, interdisciplinary teamwork and support, and communication.